Hey everybody, welcome to the Spliff Podcast. I'm Bone Ellis, and it's 420, bitches! Let's party! We're gonna celebrate. In order to celebrate with you guys, I am releasing this bonus podcast. Don't worry, you're still gonna get your regular podcast tomorrow where I tell you all about the Cannabis Cup. Well, at least my experience with it. But today, we are going to answer... A question that was posed to me before I got the podcast started, I pulled some of my friends, and one of the questions was, how many puffs does it take to get to the center of a fat blunt? You know what? I didn't know. And so we're going to answer that question right now. Yeah, I rolled my first ever blunt, and uh, it's not that bad of a job, I don't think. It's coming apart a little bit. There's just one part that I cannot get to stay to save my life, but it's near the end. So I'm going to spark this bad boy up anyway. Here we go. Now, I believe I put just over a gram of flour in this, if you're wondering. All right, so if you were counting, that was three puffs right there on the initial lighting. So let's mark that down. I did mark a little halfway point. I just got to make sure that I do my little check mark each time. So like I said, this is my first blunt. Maybe you roll blunts on the regular. That's the way you like to smoke it. Maybe you're not much of a roller at all. <coughs> that blunt wraps got me. Personally, I've smoked plenty of blunt in my day, but they aren't my preferred method of smoking, mostly because the tobacco leaf just really gets to me. But I'm going to persevere through this anyway, and I'm lagging behind. I'm just letting it burn. Yeah. So I had quite an experience rolling this one. I bought... Uh, the Dutch papers in uh, like, I think like a maple syrup flavor or whatever. It doesn't matter. I can't taste it anyway. Uh, I could taste it when I was licking the wrap. So that was nice. And luckily it did have two because the first time I did it, when I went to cut it, it came out all janky and it made it really hard to wrap back up. So I went to Google and I looked up some tips and of course, having a straight line was one of them. But then also using uh, your your mouth juices, your saliva, in order to soften the edges right after you cut it was also a good tip that I absolutely used. So then I had my material ground up already. I got rid of the tobacco, of course. And I just started throwing it in there. Uh, it was actually really easy to pack. It's rolling super, not rolling, it's smoking super well, all things considering. That it's my first one. Uh, that's pretty much all the things that we're considering. And, uh, and you just kind of work it back and forth. Uh, one side is going to start to naturally tuck under because it was already shaped pretty well from when it was rolled into the cigarillo. Uh, so you just work with that natural fold 
And as you start to get that curve over, that's when you start using those mouth juices again and just saliva the shit out of it. The tobacco leaf is supposed to be a really natural, sticky way to to roll. I'm sure if I had cannabis leaf, that would be amazing. I know there's a company that makes blunts using cannabis leaves, but I can't remember what they're called right now. I know they're on Mass Roots. Mass Roots is blowing them up all the time. They might be owned by the same guys, but man, we're still working on this. For now, still working with my paper and it's holding up pretty nicely. It's got a really good seal in the middle. And as it starts to burn down, it's coming apart a little bit on me, but not too bad. I'm really proud of myself, you guys. I took a bunch of pictures too. Well, not a bunch, but I'm going to make a little collage and post it to Instagram so you can follow me on my blunt experience. All right. Oh, got to remember to mark them down. I'm going to have to go back through when I edit this and check to see how many puffs I took versus how many puffs I wrote down. <laughs> Are you guys having a fun 420 so far? I really hope so. I love 420. Um, it's a little different when you're in a legal state. It's just it's like going to a beer festival uh, as opposed to when you're not in a legal state and you get to make like a really fun party out of it, make up excuses for your boss as to why you have to leave and probably have some sort of stoner mission around trying to hook up a sack. You don't have those when you just call in your order and get a delivery. And that wasn't a complaint. It was a little bit of a complaint. I miss stoner missions. I miss going on stoner missions, but I don't miss not having weed. So priorities. So I was thinking instead of just rolling on about 420 and joints, I would tell you about the time that I first started smoking weed. Which, as life and luck would have it, was right around 420 of 1998. Now, I know it was right around 420 uh, because I double-checked it because I remember it was the week after Easter and I had gotten shit-faced on fire water and, and I was miserable and I was specifically taking a break from drinking. Now I was 18 at the time and I would take a lot of breaks from drinking. I'm taking a break from drinking right now. Actually, I haven't drank since the new year and I really like that decision. Uh, it's worked out really well for me. Uh, but at this point in time, I was looking for a change of scenery. I had just moved into a new foster home. And it was not a good foster home. They were really just in it for the money. And uh, they didn't like white people. I'm white. Uh, it was me, a Mexican chick, and a black chick. And me being the white chick, I was the one that they really didn't like. So they would lock me out of the house a lot and shit like that. And it was just really nice to have a scene. So I started hanging out downtown with a friend of mine who's kind of crazy. But she introduced me to a lot of cool people. And that night, I met someone who would end up being the father of my child that I didn't know at the time. Uh, but he and his friends wanted to go to the beach, and I tagged along, and they were smoking weed. And for the first time in my life, 
I didn't get upset and leave. Mostly because, and I guess I should have some backstory, I grew up as a dare kid and I was very anti-drugs, not just because drugs are bad, okay, but also because I grew up in an abusive home where they would always threaten me with a drug test. Uh, as my, because that's obviously why I was acting out. It wasn't because it was a fucking abusive home or anything. So I was vigilant about not using drugs so that they couldn't use that excuse. And so anytime I would be at a party and there were drugs, I would get all fucking offended personally and have to leave or make a big old scene about it like an asshole. And then when I put myself in foster care uh, at the age of 17, which would be the second time I was in foster care in my life, I didn't have that that burden anymore. And because I had just had this really shitty experience with getting way too drunk over Easter, I was a little bit more open-minded to my options, which at that time seemed to be weed because this guy and his friends were going to go smoke some weed. And I didn't leave. I hung out. I I was trying to flirt with the guy. I was kind of, you know, like feeling that vibe. And I noticed after a while hanging out with them that they didn't seem all fucked up. They'd been smoking a lot of weed. Like they'd smoked several bowls. If those were beers that they were doing and for the drugs that I thought weed must be, they were in full control still. They were having fun, in fact. Oh, we're getting closer to that halfway point. Oh, I guess I should have told you. Oh, I think I did tell you it was a Dutch wrap, which basically is the same size as a Swisher, if you're more familiar with that. So not the biggest joint in the world, but I'm getting high off of it. Anyway, going back to... Uh, to my story. So we're in the park and I want to say that that was like about the weekend before or not the weekend. Oh man. Okay. So Easter was on the 12th of that year. So that was like the Friday after Easter. And then that Monday, my foster sister asked me to ditch school with her to go hang out at this dude's house and smoke some weed. Normally, I would have been like, absolutely not. But this time, I was like, I can start smoking weed and look like I know what the fuck I'm doing and I'm cool the next time I see that guy. Maybe I should give this a shot. I think we have officially reached the halfway point. Now, according to my check marks, I have had 13 puffs. But... I don't know how reliable that is. So listen tomorrow for the stoner moments when I verify through my editing whether or not that number is correct. But for now, we're going to go with 13 puffs to get to the center of a fat blunt. Yeah, I like it. And we're going to finish this bad boy out here too. I rolled up a little crutch, stuffed it at the bottom just to help. I dig it. I'm definitely starting to fall apart here at the seam, so I do not have a good seam anymore. Oh, I like the challenge, though. I'm going to have to work on that. All right, back to my story. So it's Monday, the week after Easter, which when I go back and look, 
would be 420 if I am correct. 420, 1998, that is April 20th, 1998, about, oh my God, I don't even want to think how many years ago. So we're not going to do that math. So that number meant nothing to me at the time because the high school that I went to, instead of using 420, they used 240 because we got out of school at 235 and I don't know, nobody had to, no, none of those stoners did extracurricular activities like the original guys. So they just got stoned right away. Meet in the parking lot at 240, toke it up. So when I saw 420, for the longest time, I thought other people had it wrong and then Within a few months, I came to realize that, no, it was the people that I was surrounded by that had it wrong and uh, that I had a lot to learn about this stoner culture. So I ditched school to hang out with my foster sister and some fucking cholos that she was hanging out with, which is cool. I got nothing wrong with cholos. Me encantan los cholos, but, you know, uh, I don't fucking know those guys. So, but... Eventually, after we do some day drinking, because that's the way we warm up to a party, this dude comes out with a huge gallon Ziploc bag of some crazy Mexi swag. I don't know dick about weed. So I'm like, kind of looks like tobacco. That's a lot of it, even for tobacco, but all right. And then they bust out this plastic bong with one of the little carb holes and a, or maybe it was a pool stem. I don't fucking remember. But they took a couple hits to show me how to do it. And I smoked cigarettes at the time. So I was like, yeah, no big deal. So I went to take a hit and I fucking died. I choked so hard. I coughed so hard. I almost puked. I was like, all right, okay, I'm going to be cool. And I sat down for a while and then it hit me and I got the fucking spins. I got the spins so badly. I like went straight to the bathroom, but I couldn't stand up. So I just went to my knees and then I'm on the floor, you know, with your cheek against the linoleum because it's nice and cold. Oh, I think my blunt is officially coming unwrapped. Oh no. Well, we made it halfway through. That's what we needed to do. I will try and salvage the other part of that later. You will make still for a nice joint. Waste not, want not. In the meantime, I need to go grab myself a bong load. Oh, snap, dirty dog. It's a 420 miracle. I've got two pre-rolled joints for me. So let's smoke those instead. Yeah, joints. The way I like to smoke my rollies. I just, I mean, a blunt is nice. It's a nice treat. Like... I do miss a little tobacco, so that was actually really pleasant for me. But in general, I really just love the taste of weed. So why would you try and take that away with a blunt wrap? Oh, man, here we go. I'm going to smoke on some sour diesel right now. I know that sour diesel isn't usually my thing, but because of the cannabis cup, I had to do a lot of indica edibles and dabs I mean they like practically forced me you guys I had to do them so I'm still recovering from that and the sour diesel extra body energy is really helping me recover so there I am lying on the bathroom floor with everything spinning around me 
oh, I think I had actually passed out on the couch for a while first because that's where the spins first. I remember just watching the room just circle like I was on a fucking carousel. It's like, what is this madness in my head, though, because I couldn't speak. I was freaking out pretty badly in a stranger's home getting the spins. And then I made it to the bathroom and then I dropped to the floor and then. I don't know. Next thing I know, like they're pounding on the door telling me I'd been in there for forever and people need to use the bathroom and it's not cool to just come in and use somebody's bathroom like that. And I'm like, I can't move. And I'm a shitty fucking person who got way too stoned lying on their bathroom floor. I didn't puke. I did just eventually I I got myself up. I breathed my way through it. And I was like, girl, we have got to get home. And I don't remember if we got a ride close to our home, if we had to walk it. God, I don't think we had to walk it. We probably got a ride. But I remember sleeping really hard that night, like super hard. And I must have woke up feeling okay because it did not stop me from trying again and again and again. It took me years. It took me a a few years. I want to say at least three years, but probably more like five or six years to realize that I started smoking weed on 420, totally unbeknownst to me, that I'm born at 420, my life is beautiful sometimes, the way it all comes together. I know we're humans and we just look for connections, but when they magically appear, the universe knew that 420 would be an influence on my life. And I am open and willing to be the universe's conduit conduit of cannabis that's just beautiful (sighs) good stuff you guys didn't stop me from having a really shitty first experience though i gotta say i gotta say i hope your first experience with weed was a hell of a lot better if you have yet to have an experience with weed please let this hang as a harbinger of What can happen when you mix alcohol and weed? Always weed first. Do not get drunk. Don't even get a little buzz. Don't even open the beer up. Do the weed first. See how you feel. Then see if you're ready to mix alcohol into the recipe. Because once you do, when you put alcohol in your system after magnifying your self-awareness with cannabis... Holy shit, you will really find out what happens to your body when you get drunk. And it isn't always a pleasant experience. Sometimes it helps to be blacked out for shit like that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, you guys. I'm going to keep this one short so that my mommies can get in on it or anybody who's pressed for time can just sneak in a toke for 420 with me. Thanks for hanging out and spliffing it with me, you guys. This is amazing. Happy 420. See you tomorrow. Ciao for now.